The Wine Taste Podcast. Welcome to the new episode of the Wine Taste Podcast. This is Antonello Biancalana. We are going to talk about grapes and, in particular, about the wines that we get from these grapes. And, when possible, we are also covering subjects such as viticulture, just to point out the main characteristics of the grapes, as well as the organoleptic aspects and historical facts when available and when uh, these facts are of course known. In this episode we are going to talk about one of the most important white barrier grapes of the northeast part of Italy and this is mainly Veneto and it is also a grape which proved to be very good for winemaking in particular in the last 10-15 years. We are talking about Garganega, and it is the main grape of the provinces of Verona and uh, Vicenza, and in particular the grape is used for the production of Suave wines, a well-known uh, wine area of the Verona province and Veneto, including the dried style of the Suave, which is Recioto di Suave. However, the Garganega grape is also common in others area of Veneto as well, including the province of Vicenza, and it is used for the production of many white wines of this region, including the Bianco di Custosa and other well-known wines, and the Gambellara wines and the Breganze wine. But the grape is today mostly known for the production of Suave wines, and it should be said that in the past, for the production of Suave wines, were usually used many uh, grape varieties, but today producers are more and more using the Garganiga only for making wines, and I must say, uh, their choice is absolutely right, because the grape proved to be the best possible choice for the area, also because it proved to give very elegant wine, in particular proving to have a quite good lifespan and a good longevity in, in the bottle. Uh, as for Garganega and, and the historical aspects of Garganega, Today it is not well known the origins of this grape, however, it is certain that this grape was mentioned in the 11th centuries, in particular in a book wrote by Pietro de Crescenzi, a well-known scholar of those times who wrote many things about agriculture and, of course, viticulture as well. But it is, however, known that the grape was common in the Veneto area even before that date, and it is supposed that the Garganica was a grape used by the ancient people of the Veneto to make their famous wines. There is also another theory about the introduction of Garganega in Veneto, and this is associated to uh, Etruscan people. It is supposed that 
Etruscan may have introduced Garganega in Veneto, however, this origin is not well proved, and the one who supports this idea is that because in Veneto it's uh, quite common still today to see in vineyards the viticulture techniques used by Etruscans, and this is why they say that probably the Garganega grape was introduced by this ancient and important people of Italy. It is also said that Garganega may have some genetical connection with the Nuragus and other white berry grapes from Sardinia and the Grecanica, a white berry grape of Sicily. However, uh, this seems not to be quite proved, but it is certain that Garganega is the leading star of the uh, vineyards in Veneto and for the production of white wines. As for the viticulture, it should be said that Garganica is a late ripening variety and it is also characterized by the moderate quantity of acidity if compared to other white berry grapes. However, it has a good balance in uh, sweet and uh, acid uh, substances when the, 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 the grape is well ripened and ready to be harvested for wine production. Uh, it should be said that uh, as for the historical origins of the grape that Pietro de Crescenzi at his times pointed out that there were two types of garganega. Uh, one he called it to be a male garganega, uh, which is a, basically a sterile variety of this grape, and the other one to be a female variety of garganega, which uh, used to give a lot of fruits, to bear a lot of fruits, and this female variety is supposed to be the ancestor of the modern Garganega, what we consider today to be Garganega and used for wine production. As for the wine that Garganega give, we already mentioned that it is the main grape, or today probably the only grape used for the production of suave wines, but by considering the organoleptic characteristics of the wines, we should point out that Garganega in this area is used both for making dry table wines as well as sweet wines. So the organoleptic differences are, of course, to be considered according to these factors. As for the color, the Garganega, uh, even in youth wine, uh, shows, however, straw yellow color, pretty intense, even uh, soon after the release of wines, and in some cases it also shows a golden yellow color. As for the sweet wines made from dry grapes, of course, the colors may also get uh, a very deep amber colors. To the nose, the Garganega is mainly recognized for the aroma of almond, and this is probably one of the main character aromatic characteristics of the grape. And we should consider that Garganega is not considered to be a very aromatic variety. After that, we also find good aromas of white-berried fruit, such as pear, and apple, and in particular flowers, uh, and uh, wild flowers, in particular broom, hawthorn. In the mouth, we already said that the grape is not very rich in uh, acidity if compared to other white berried varieties, but however, it gives a very balanced uh, wines with a very good agreeability and also having a good body. 
Garganega proved to be a great suitable for the aging in bottle and today, because of the wines of past production, we found out that the best Garganega may also age in bottle for some years, giving a, a fuller wines and also expressing a very good minerality. As for the sweet wines, of course, to the mouth is very different from table wines. However, of course, sweetness is one of the main characteristics, but in both wines you can perceive at the end of the tasting a very intense flavor of almonds as well as fruit, apple and pear in particular. Okay, time is up and this is also the end of these episodes and uh, I would also like to send my season's greetings to all of you who are listening to our podcast and, uh, of course, my best wishes to you, your family, your friends. And, of course, I also hope that you will join us in the next episode uh, of the Wine Taste Podcast, which is probably going to be published at the end of the month. But for, for the moment, my best wishes to you to, to, to have a very good time with your family and friends and hopefully having a good wine in moderation. However, always good and quality wine. I hope you will join us next episode of the Wine Taste Podcast. My best wishes to you all. The Wine Taste Podcast.